that Kanye got the song with him and Jay-Z on it, and he want to put a poet on it, and I tell him he need to put Jay Ivy on it. I'm like, dog, stop playing, man. You know, I met him at the comedy club. He a funny dude. I'm like, come on, man, stop playing. And he's like, no, nah, man. He's like, he's like, you need to get out of here tomorrow if you can. I was like, oh, you for real? I too dream in color and in rhyme. So I guess I'm one of a kind in a full house. Cause whenever I open my heart, my soul, or my mouth, whenever we open our hearts, our souls, or our mouths, a touch of God reigns. Out, get up, I get. What's up, everybody? My name is Brazil, and welcome to my podcast. Today, we have a very special guest. He is a Grammy nominated poet who is featured on the world famous college dropout Kanye West track, Never Let Me Down. He wrote the Netflix doc Genius about Kanye West, and he's nominated again this year for his album, Catching Dreams, which is a spoken word album. Beautiful, beautiful project. And I'm so glad that he was able to join us today. We talked about all kinds of things, about his writing process, about working with Kanye, about genius, about his future dreams, um, different ways to tap into stillness and find your creativity. I mean, it's really just a powerful podcast. And he even gave us a couple live performances. So make sure you stick around for that or just click the chapter marks to go straight to them. But with no further ado, here is our podcast with Mr. J. Ivy. Hey, what's up? What's happening in Brazil? Happy Monday to you, sir. <laughs> Happy Monday. <laughs> and if you guys hear a little dog in the background, that's Brazzy over here. He always makes an appearance. Yeah, our co-host. <laughs> Uh, right as you were pulling up, man, I was listening to your album, The Catching Dreams, right? Yeah. I was listening to this track, Fall, Don't Trip. If you fall, don't trip. <laughs> I really enjoy that, man. Thank like, you. what? what is the purpose of this album? What is the message that you want put out with this? Man, well, Catching Dreams is a, it's a collection of these experiences that I've had over the years, as well as, it's twofold. One is... It's uh, living in your purpose, living in your dream, and, and moving along in life and, and catching these experiences. On the flip side, the, the way uh, I describe my writing is I quiet myself, I listen, and whatever I hear, I, you know, it's my job to, to catch these moments, these, these thoughts, these ideas, these messages from 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 the ancestors from you know whatever i'm feeling on my heart whatever's happening in the world and tra poetically translate that into something that i can um give to the people so catching dreams is one looking to catch these these ideas these thoughts this poetry and then the other is the poetry has actually led me down this amazing journey and i've been able to catch these beautiful experiences along the way and i want to share them with the world yeah how yeah. important is it to tap into stillness when you're mm. creating oh very it's very important um you know you have to be you have to have those moments of of solitude those moments when you just just be still and just and just listen like i always say that I, I feel that as a creative our superpowers is the ability to listen and and when i when I'm in that stillness, that's when I'm when the messages they flow through very clearly. It's like you tap in and and um, you uh, you had those moments of of clarity. You know when when you're not in the race and you're not moving around and 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 bouncing here and there and traveling whatever. When in those moments where you can just be still and and breathe, that's when to me I, I hear the messages the loudest. 
what's your method for tapping into stillness when you're in the midst of the chaos? Like when you're traveling, when a lot, when life is happening in all its force, how yeah. do you methodically, how do you tap into that? I think it's just reminding myself to be present in the moment. Um, I, like for this, so my birthday was the other day, right? Happy and, belated, uh, by hey, the way. Hey, hey, hey. Pisces in the house, <laughs> yeah, 303. So, um, so it was my birthday, everybody turned up, kicking it, feeling good. And uh, in that moment, while, while all of the music and the conversations and all this joy is happening, I had a moment just like, like I just really wanted to soak it up. And in that moment, I just kind of just, just took some deep breaths and just, just looked around and just, just tried to be aware and be, be conscious of what was happening. And, 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 and another layer of that is gratitude. I feel like gratitude really centers that, that feeling, that appreciation, that, that awareness, it heightens your awareness when you, when you're living in gratitude. So, so that's, uh, even when, 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 when there's a lot going on and you, you stand in, in the eye of the storm. Yeah. Right? Even if it's a beautiful storm, you stand in the eye of it, it's, it's like, okay, let me just soak this up real quick. Yeah. And it, it, gratitude is like the antidote to negative emotions, yeah. right? Because you can't be grateful and fearful at the same time no. or grateful and angry. Yeah. And I, I found that gratitude is like an exercise. Like you mm. can't just know about a push-up. Oh, yeah, I know about push-ups. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but are you doing them? Right, exactly. <laughs> are you hitting the gym, exactly. you know? And there's days where I feel like, oh, yeah, I know about gratitude, but why am I cranky? It's like, oh, because right. I haven't done it. Yeah, you have to exercise it. It's like anything. Like like you said, those push-ups, like that's, that's an exercise. You want to... You be healthy you have to do it repetitively if i, I want to get better at my writing i need to do it repetitively or i need to if i want to be incredible on stage i need to rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and rehearse and make sure that that you know the piece is tight and it's i'm not even i don't even have to think about the piece anymore it's just right it just unconsciously flows out to the point where i could be spitting something and having a whole nother conversation at the same time it's weird that that happens but you know, but you know, when you lock in and you, yes. you exercise those things, when you exercise gratitude and you find your, yourself in that that space, it's easier to, to find it when you consciously are aware to do it. Yeah, you're conditioning yourself to yeah. be in that state. Yeah. Are you more of a night owl or an early bird? Uh, depend on the season, but right now I'm in my <laughs> night owl mode. <laughs> I was just saying that earlier, like, damn, you need to start the day earlier, you know, because but just do been we? up late, 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 yeah. But do we? I mean, hey, it's all how you look at it. It depends on how the day go. Yeah, I'm in these different time zones, so I'm looking at it like, oh, wait, it's already uh, 1 o'clock in New York. <laughs> need to get up, need to get up earlier. Do so, you write in the mornings or in the evenings more creatively? Mm. Hmm. I don't know if it's a more. I just write whenever it hits me, you know. Like whenever, whenever it's flowing. To me, I, even going back to catching dreams is like you don't know when it's going to hit you. So whenever that moment is, um, early, late, out and about, driving in the car, uh, at a party, wherever it hits you, I know it's important to 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 write it down because to receive the message, receive it because if you don't, you'll you'll lose it. Yeah. You lose it. You have all these tens of thousands of thoughts per second, per minute, whatever, whatever the number is. But you know, so if you don't catch it, you know, it'll it'll get erased or trampled over by all these other thoughts. And it may come back, but it may not. 
Yeah. You know, so it's, it's we a, have to value them. We have to value yeah. the thought as it comes right here, right now. And yeah. I feel like we've been so conditioned to overstimulate, mm. right? Like as soon as we're done with this, well, I'm inspired, but then immediately start scrolling, immediately yeah, yeah, start yeah. listening to something yeah. else. And we might lose that opportunity, that message that was coming through that, that little moment of inspiration. Yeah. Yeah. You know, uh, it, it's funny because I love technology, but also I feel that I have to work on my relationship with it. Yeah. It has to be balanced with it. Absolutely. Because uh, it'll take over. <laughs> do you over. write journaling do, like because no you write creatively as an mm -hmm. output but as far as when you write just for you from you to you mm -hmm. does that happen continuously does that do you do it every day uh sometimes it's every day sometimes it's it, it just depends on what's going on like if it's busy and i'm running around it might not be um be as as frequent or every day you know but uh the thoughts come every day. So there's something <laughs> I'm writing down every day. But just like sit down, sit down and, and uh, get at it. It just depend on it depend on the day, um, or the week or what's happening. But but uh but yeah, when I write and, and I'm pen and pad with it. I was gonna that was yeah. gonna be my next question. Yeah, yeah, Digital pen or pad. pen and pad? Digital only if if I don't have my pen and pad. There's like, something about being able to make the words bigger or underline them yeah. or like the emotion like, of how I write something on paper yeah. shows up. There's, there's feeling in it. Like I always, so I, I talk to, to kids a lot and um, my my question to them is, okay, what happens when uh, when someone wants to pass a law? Like what's the first thing they do? They're like, oh, I don't know, I don't know. I'm like they, they write it down. So So when thinking about yourself is like okay what are, what are your laws like what what like what what are you living by what are you aiming at where where is it that you want to go how do you see yourself like what are your laws so i i feel that there's something something very um powerful and very real about putting a pen to the to the page yes you know, it's like I'll, I'll I'll write down my thoughts. Like I said, I'll use my phone or I'll use my voice memo. Like if it's a melody or a hook that I think of, I'll record that so I'll I'll remember the you know how it sounds sonically. But um, but uh, I'll write I'll write thoughts down in my phone. But it's something much more powerful when when I put that pen to the page. Like it's just it's it's hard to describe, but it's it, it feels um. It feels like that. That's where the manifestations can really happen. It feels more authentic. Yeah, it's very authentic. Very like imagine authentic. if you were reading somebody's journal from way back in the day, in the middle of it, they just start scribbling like this. Yeah. You're like, wow, they must have been going through something. You yeah. can't get that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> They're just the way it was written. <laughs> yeah, I mean, even like if you if you write somebody a letter. Yeah. If you type it out and give it to them, that's is is beautiful and appreciated. But if you write it out and give it to them. Then you know there's a feeling. There's a in piece that. of them that came with it. Yeah, yeah. And that's and that's probably what it is: is the physical um, uh, print that you're leaving with yeah. it. Maybe that's what it is, and you can't, you don't really get that physical print when you're typing it. Yeah. But when you're writing it, like you know, I, I was here. Like, Aren't there like um, analysts that that look at people's handwriting and can tell stuff yeah. about their personality? Yeah. <laughs> you think yeah. is that stuff for, for real? I think so. Like I, I, I had. I'm trying to think of it. I know somebody did that with my writing before. You know, because I, I write. I think it's chicken scratch. You know, it's, yeah. you know. But then there's. But that's when I'm like trying to hurry up and get the thought out. But if I'm just writing slowly, I write pretty neat. And people, 
and I'm writing all caps. So they like, oh yeah, all caps. That means that you're I'm like really. I'm like, I just thought it looked cool. You know? Right. <laughs> my my lowercase words don't look as cool as the, you know. But hey, it's a science to it all, I guess. You know. Were you always writing? Um, not well. I wasn't conscious of it. Like when I was in high school, I used to write these notes to these girls. You know, if it was a girl I liked, I, man, I was cold. I was like, oh yeah, boom. But I didn't think. I didn't think that was a gift. I didn't think it was any anything special. I knew that I could get my point across. Like I, I was aware of that. Like if it was, I wasn't um, like in person or just socially, I wasn't the best communicator. Mm. But on, on page, I knew that I could get my thoughts down. But uh, it wasn't until my English teacher made me do it, or she she made the class write a poem for homework. And then um, her name is Miss Argue. <laughs> What I learned, I go argue with somebody. Name is Argue, <laughs> and um, so I come to class the next day, and I I wasn't into poetry like uh, the MCs. Those are my my poets, my storytellers. I'm a hip hop baby, but mm -hmm. but uh, come to class and expecting to turn the poem in, and she makes everybody read that poem in front of the class. I'm like, oh, you know. So I read the poem. Then after the class, she pulls me aside and, and and gives me an A on the poem and I wasn't getting no A's or no B's or, you know some C's how'd that feel it was incredible I was like oh wow I had this big red A blaring back at me I was like you know it, it was and I mean at, at the the stage of life I was in too um it felt incredible I felt seen I felt accomplished I felt yeah you know it was like a, vic yes. a victory when when I was in a in a, a space of I, I was I grew up in the city of Chicago on the south side the middle of my eighth, after my brother went to high school in the city, um, my brother, uh, my mom's was like, you're not going to high school in the city. So in the middle of my eighth grade year, we moved to the Burbs. But then at the same time, my folks had gotten a divorce. So, you know, that was, I guess, always kind of in the back of my mind, just subconsciously didn't, didn't know how to deal with it at the time, but that was, it was, it was a, a huge factor. Um, so I felt, I guess, uh, on some levels abandoned and forgotten and unseen and all these different things. So to get, you know, an A on something, and then, she, and then she followed that by saying, you have a nice speaking voice. I have a show coming up. I want to put you on the show. I'm like, nah, Miss Argue ain't. Miss Argue came nah. through. I was like, nah, I ain't trying to do that. So I didn't do the show. And then a few weeks goes goes by, and she approaches me again. She said, you know what? Last time I asked you to do the show, you faked me out. I have another show coming up. This time, I'm not asking you. You have to do it. So she makes me do this show, and as scared as I was, my first time ever on stage, I got a standing ovation. And I was like, "Oh my god!" Like, like, "Oh my god!" Like, what was that, Miss Argue? When's the next show? Like, when's the next one? You know, and it it just it it just uh, it's like a domino effect. It was like that that was that one domino that I needed to be conscious and aware of. I need to see. It. I need to see a room full of people standing up clapping for the kids who felt broken and unheard and invisible and you know and and um who lacked confidence i needed to see that and 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 that domino fell and it was just one thing after the next the next show and the next and the next and now i'm writing more and now i'm falling in love with with writing oh now i can see i can actually see my writing getting better and I can get on stage and see my performances getting better, and it was just—it was an amazing 
an amazing feeling to be able to express yourself yeah and to like, feel like it's not just a selfish thing you're expressing yourself but somebody in the audience is being touched by what you're saying yeah yeah and it, and that was the the you know you go back to the um you know the the uh the instant gratification in that moment it was that um, i perform boom people stand up immediately oh wow shock then it's um talking to these people it's talking to my fellow students is talking to um, parents that would come see their kids, but then they 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 um, they showing me love as well, and giving me compliments afterwards. Oh my God, you were so amazing! That I'm like, like for real, you know. But then it was also me me being aware and knowing, just being honest with myself and knowing I know what's dope and what's not, you know. And yeah, and I knew what I was doing. I I, I knew it was good. Like I I just I just knew. I was like, wow, this is this is I'm good at this. You know, and then, and then I started getting better at it, and the more, and it was, and then it was just this, um, this just this overwhelming, beautiful feeling of wanting to get better, and one, okay, if I was able to do this now, what can I do? Yes, you know, a year from now, two, five, ten, you know, what can I, where can I take this? So um, it just became this beautiful journey of exploration and curiosity and. Um, just love and connectivity and being able to communicate with people. And now I'm having these conversations with folks. It was just, it's just been a constant, beautiful journey, you know. That's amazing, man. I'm, I'm so touched by the art that you make. Thank you. I haven't heard a lot of your stuff. I've heard, of course, Never Let Me Down. Yeah. And we listened to your new album. We were listening literally as you walked up today. And you don't need to listen to a lot of somebody to already know what vibe they're on. Mm, yeah. And, and there's this soulful, nurturing energy coming through you, man. Mm, like, you. like it feels like you're a vessel, and these messages are just meant to come through. Like the way you you write them out, the way the way they come out, just they really touch my soul. Thank you. Yeah, it's it's a blessing, man. <laughs> it's a blessing, I, and I definitely feel like I am a vessel. You know, and that, and that goes back to, to the listening. I'm listening because I know it's not me. You know, it's it's coming from me, but I know it's coming through. So I have to ask you, where do ideas come from? God, love, energy, yeah. <laughs> I know they come from a lot of different places. Inspiration is being inspired by uh, someone who's doing something incredible. Or, kind gesture or somebody who's gifted and moves you in whatever way uh, they've been blessed with. Um, but to me, like, you know, the ancestors, I like, I, I hear them, they speak to me. You know, I'm, I'm literally, when I say I'm listening, I'm listening and I'm, I'm you know, these, these thoughts, like even, you know, with Fall Don't Trip, that thought came to me. I was, I was actually talking to some shorties. I just did a video. So I did a video for this song called Raise Your Vibration. I don't know if you heard Raise Your Vibration. I don't know. I think oh, I heard that one. man. Yeah, that was dope. I jumped in with a grin, bumped my chin. I'll do it for you. But so I, I was, I was uh, shooting a video and then we had some kids that they were a part of the video, some students, high school students that were part of the video where they're just looking at me perform um, Raise Your Vibration. And then afterwards, it's like, okay, let me leave him with a word before we dip. So I'm talking talking to him, and I was like, yeah, you know what? I was like, like, uh, you know, I was telling him about the laws and telling him about um, just just using their gifts and going after it, and 
and, and just being positive and, and loving yourself and trusting yourself. And I was like, yeah, you know, you, you, you're going to make mistakes. Like you're going to make mistakes in life. But I always have, have saw and learned that I've always, that I, I've, I've learned from those mistakes. So, so I was telling him, I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, if you make mistakes, you know, hey man, don't trip. I was like, if you fall, don't trip, you know, just keep going. And I was like, and they started laughing, when, and I was like, "Oh, wait, that's kind of dope." It's it's so, so simply like, so me, simply perfect. Yeah, I was like, "Let like, me write that down." Yeah, if you fall, don't trip. And then, so when I got into working on the album, I was like, "I gotta find some music for this because this is like I'm I'm really feeling this idea." But um, like the words, like like they just come to me. It's like so, like raise your vibration. It says, uh, uh, "I jumped in with a grin." Bump my chin, scrape my knee, earn my scars, pray for me, you're such a blessing. I'm wrestling with thought, trying to pin something to the pad, the mat, the fat was trimmed but grew back. I went against the grain and my instinct said, I told you not to do that, I knew that, this, that, boom, bat. Then you feel your stomach churn, burn like reflux. I make mistakes, then lose trust. Stagnant is my magnum when my thoughts are tragic, but when I'm clear, I steer clear the fear I hear. You hear that? Sounds like a dream come true. Refreshing like when dreams come to you and reveal themselves in a song, a poem. Straighten you out like a hot comb, a perm. New lessons help us unlearn our ignorance. Each moment is significant. I'm uh, each moment is significant, but we take them for granted. I'm trying to rebuild the damage, bridge the gap, tap into the source, breathe through, breeze through my course. What board is this? What's the mission? What's the plan? Listen, it's us against the damn, but damn, they winning. They think they winning. You ain't winning. Trying to hypnotize us with their lies. Wake up, open your eyes, stretch your soul, connect with the role you were put here to play. Look in their barrels and damn the spray. We bulletproof. Who let the bullets loose? You can't strike us all down. We hurt. But we ain't all in the ground Each death fertilized our spirit Our growth, our hope Our hearts still pound Like the first drum played We birth civilizations Like the first love made Oh, it feels so good Just like I knew it would I'm back to meeting neighbors in the hood Back to looking into hearts Looking in the stars Reflecting, detecting a change We all been detecting a change A shift, a tilt in the axis Like a close call It's no accident Something's happening Feel that? Something's happening Unraveling, I'm babbling Purpose have you found yours? Ignore yours. You get the itch to explore more, open more doors, peek in. We all seeking peace to the east, my brother to the east. I'm from an ex-clan finishing these moves so I can move to the next plan. I'm plotting. Yes, I get it popping. I pop in so I like and intertwine and dance between minds. Hands open wide. I'm catching feelings. Ooh, I got that spirit. Can't you hear it? Yeah, you hear it. They fear it when we get here, when we get up there, when we climb those stairs, when we scale the air. When we breathe without stress, yes, we forget how blessed we are. We've come far, but not far enough. I look in the mirror, ask myself, what you go do in the clutch? I'm breaking the cuss, ask I'm breaking the cuss, breaking the cuss. Pay attention to what they doing to us. Clarity's a must. Habits come calling. In the eye of the storm, I'm holding on to everything that's calming. The fight is exhausting. Thank God I ain't lost it. Thank God I ain't lost it. I stay praying to him. Time to get back in the gym, back on the pen. Working it out because I know it's going to all work out in the end. Why pretend like it ain't? You think things going to defeat you, but they can't. You stronger than that. I'm stronger than that. I just stood on mine. Ain't no turning back. All I got is my words. These words, these conversations, let them be heard in your nerves, digging your reserves, and let's raise our vibration. <laughs> yo, yeah. I feel like it's my birthday today. This was, yeah. yo. Come, 
Yeah, so those words, they just they just flow. They just come to me. I had this, this quote that popped in my head. said, our, our muscle memories are made up of miracles. You know, So thoughts like that just pop in my head. And I'm like, oh, my God, let me. <laughs> Before I forget, our muscle memories are made up of miracles. Spirituals are tied to our tongues. When we speak from the heart, heart beats a strum, heart beats a drum. You can't help but feel our spirit, our rhythm. Our, you know, like those things just kind of. Bruh. They just flow, you know. It's, so, it's so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. I'm such a fan. I appreciate that, man. That, <laughs> that was like just the right thing we needed today, too, just to start the week off, right? I, yeah. I know we're limited on time. Honestly, I feel like I could talk to you for hours. Um, but, you know, wow. Thank you for that. Man, thank you. Thank you for sharing that. I, I do want to ask a couple final questions. Mm -hmm. Never let me down. Mm -hmm. In my opinion, the dopest spoken word in, in all of hip hop. It, mm. it, it, it's long on purpose yeah. because the message needed to be said. I feel like you could have just came in, just said a couple bars, yeah. made it quick and left, but it was like, nah, 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 yeah. nah. it was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. touch of God, raise out. out. <laughs> and then, then yeah. when it like, it falls and it goes, when it comes, yeah. it, it feels emotionally so authentic, so true, so beautiful. What was the story of you writing that? So Never Let Me Down, I was, um, I was in New York, I just moved to New York, August of '02. Um, this was this was a little bit. Oh, can we pause real quick? Cody Rock. Yeah, we doing the interview right now. Peace. Speaking of the angel. That's Cody. <laughs> Speaking of the angel. <laughs> so um. So you were in New York. Yeah. So I, I um. So I did deaf poetry first. I did deaf poetry in 2001, and when I did deaf poetry, Cody. Uh, Cootie and John Monopoly and my guy B. Cole and Kelly Roper, folks from Chicago, they just happened to be there mm -hmm. when I did that poetry. And then they all sat front row, right? And um, which was very, uh, uh, very welcome and appreciated because I was nervous as hell to yeah. do deaf poetry. Like it was a huge deal. So from that night on, like me and Cootie, we just, we just man just click like we we were already super cool in in um in Chicago but you know when you're in the shy people come from different neighborhoods different ages different whatever so I used to go to the comedy club to do poetry but I was the young cat like Cootie like five years older than me I was the young cat on the scene but I got cool with him and Dion Cole and Leon Rogers and Corey Holcomb and D Ray Davis and Lil Rel and Damon Williams and all these incredible incredible comedians. Um, so fast forward, um, do deaf poetry, Cootie sit front row, and then over the next year, he's like, yo, you need to move out here. You do well in New York, you need to get out here. Cause he had just moved himself in 2001. So in 02, I moved to New York when I land, uh, this is right around the time Kanye uh, is trying his record, he got his record deal, I think he signed his deal like maybe two, three weeks after I got there. So I literally land in the midst of all of, yeah. all of this, this history that was being made. So uh, fast forward, Kanye gets in an accident. Cootie comes to LA. He flies Cootie to LA because he need him to document what's happening. Uh, this is this is December, uh, two thousand two. So I was in between shows. I ain't had no money. I was broke. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, you know, I'm at the crib. I was like, you know what? I got some food. I got some weed. I'm a, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm gonna chill out, vibe out, and um, and I'm gonna just write. I, I, I literally didn't have two dollars get on the train to go anywhere. It's a Saturday night, and I'm like, I'm, I was like, you know, I'm just vibe chill. 
So I'm writing, put some music on. Matter of fact, I was listening to Common, um, uh, uh, Electric Circus album. Okay. I'm listening to Common. I was starting to write my book, and I was writing. I was the part I was on was uh, this part about me and my pops reconnecting after not seeing from seeing or hearing from for ten years. So I was in this very emotional space already. It was it was emotional. But it was uh, but it was a good a good space as well. I I'd already crossed the bridge of forgiveness and even my pops he had passed on, so I felt like we were actually building this, uh, building our relationship through spirit, and it was just it was really an incredible feeling. Like I was in a very beautiful space. That's why I didn't care. I didn't have two dollars to get on the train. I felt I just felt really good. So then um, about eleven o'clock that night, Cootie calls me up. He was like, yo, Jay, he was like, man, you need to get to L.A. right now. I'm like, what's up? He's like, man, Kanye got this song with him and Jay-Z on it, and he want to put a poet on it. And I told him he need to put Jay Ivey on it. I'm like, dog, stop playing. Man. You know, <laughs> I mean, I'm at the comedy club. He a funny dude. I'm like, come on, man, stop playing. He's like, no, nah, man. He's like, he's like, you need to get out here tomorrow if you can. I was like, oh, you for real? I was like, man, I'm, figure it out. So, so he – um. He, he was at record plant in Hollywood, so he played the song for me over the phone. I really couldn't hear the words, so he told me what Jay-Z saying in his verse. He told me what Kanye saying in his verse. And then he like, man, Jay, man, get out. you need to get out of here tomorrow if you can. Yeah. I said, I'm going to find a way. So I was writing when he called me, so when I hung up, my first thought was you need to write something right now. Like, don't try and figure it out, try and go get money for a ticket and this and that. Right. Mm. So I turned to a blank page and I wrote the date down and I wrote the title, Never Let Me Down. And um, and then I wrote the first thing that came to my mind. We all here for a reason on a particular path. You don't need a curriculum to know that you're a part of the math. And then my mind went completely blank. And I was like, no, I was like, this ain't the time for writer's block. So I started banging on the page. I was like, God, I was like, I need a piece right now. I was like, please give me one right now. And I put my hand back to the page. My hand just started moving and moving and writing and writing and writing. I don't know what's coming. I'm just writing. Boom, boom, wrote a full page, turned the page over, wrote a few more lines. I stopped. I read over it. I was like, man, it's kind of hot. You know, I, so I read over like four or five times. I called Cootie back in 10 minutes like, dog, listen to this. So I, I spit the poem from over the phone. He's like, oh, man, that's crazy. That's crazy. Like, Jay, hold on, hold on. So then he goes in another room. Music's loud. People loud. And then he was like, uh, He's like, man, Jam, put your speakerphone. Spit the piece again. So I did the poem like I'd done it a million times already. You know, if I want the highest clip on the highest riff, you slipped off the side clinched onto your life and my grip, I would never, ever let you down. You know, I'm going in. When I finished, the room erupted. Everybody like, oh, man, oh, man, oh, man. I'm in New York by myself like, what's good? What's happening? What's up? You know, and then, and then I hear uh, – and then I hear Kanye. So Kanye, like, man, Jay, spit it again, did it again. Spit it again, did it again, spit it again, did it again. I did the joint for like a half hour. The piece is like a minute long. So I did it over and over and over and over again. And then Cootie, he finally got back on the phone. He was like, Jay, guess what? I'm like, what? He was like, Kanye flying you out here tomorrow. I said, I found my way. Found my way. So, wow. man, that's, man, big, big, big shout out to Cootie. Big shout out to God, <laughs> you know. Um, but that's that's how that moment happened. So then, so that was it was Saturday night. So um, actually had to wait till Monday because Def Jam wasn't open on Sunday. So I had to wait till Monday. So Def Jam they open up 
they call me first thing that morning. What's your government name? Okay, getting a flight for you. Car be at your place at this time. Bet. Call my mom. Like, mom, uh, I'm about to go to L.A. Can you uh, uh, wire me some money so I ain't out here broke? <laughs> so then, so I, I go to L.A. And actually, when I was on the when I was on the flight, I was going over the poem. So, you know, four or five hour flight, I'm just going over it over and over again. Just reading it, reading it, reading it, reading it, reading it. Midway through the flight, I actually had a different last line. Um, uh, it was something like, uh, I guess I'm one of a kind in a full house. Cause I, and it was like, cause I pulled cars like, damn it, damn it. Something like, yeah. it was something like that, right? And, and I'm reading it. And like I read trying it. to be slick almost. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. But they they loved it when I read it over the phone. And then, um, and then, uh, so I'm reading it, I'm going over it. And then, uh, I guess I'm one of a kind of full house. Cause whenever I open my heart, my soul, and my mouth, the touch of God rains out. Oh my God! On the flight, I'm like, oh my God! I was like, that's it. Sorry, Gambit. You <laughs> 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 wasn't that dope anyway. <laughs> As a character, yes, but in this poem, you know what I mean. And so that that came to mind. So then I, I get to L.A. They all at the Improv because uh, it's Monday night. D Ray's yeah. D Ray host. So limo picked me up got my name on the joint i'm like oh shit, okay i'm doing it you know so then limo take me to the improv d-ray put me on the stage so i ended up performing i got this poem blind date that i performed on stage that one dope they loved it so then we all piled up in the limo we go to we go to record plant and we did like 10 minutes december so i got a big coat and suitcase we roll in and then uh we did like 10 minutes kind of like you ready i'm like yeah mind you i didn't Flew, <laughs> landed, <laughs> yeah. perform. Yeah, I'm ready. Yeah, so, so I recorded, and, and then that even, night, that night, right off the plane, right up after the show. <laughs> like, now I'm, uh, I'm in the booth, and now I'm hearing the song for the first time. Now you know I got the headphones on. I'm hearing Jay Z. I'm here, oh baby. I'm like, and I'm hearing the music. I'm like, oh my god, I I couldn't hear this over the phone, and then I'm hearing his verse. I'm like. Oh my God, I'm hearing the hook. And I'm hearing Kanye ver oh my God. And there's a space for me. We all here for a reason. You know. Like it was just it was just a magical moment. So then we we uh you know, we listened to it. I, I, you saw Genius? Yes, of course. So that's that's a whole another conversation. Yeah, so, so with Genius. Saw it multiple times already. Yeah, yeah, man. So Genius that so you know, in part two, because I don't want to spoil it, you know. But, it's okay. Uh, we'll do spoiler alert. Yeah, yeah spoiler, 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 <laughs> spoiler, spoiler, spoiler alert. Yeah. So then, um, so the scene never let me down. Like we just kept, like listen to that over and over again. So people coming in, getting chills, tears, and you know you heard three H like send the plaques. Like it was, it was. We just kept listening over and over and over again. So then Kanye, he was like, uh, he was like, man, you heard this singer named John Stevens? I was like, yeah, I've been hearing about him in New York. He's like, let me play your song. So he played this song, song that's beautiful, soulful. I was like, this is crazy. Like, you know. So then an hour later, John Stevens comes in the studio. And I'm surprised. I didn't know he was there. I'm oh, what's up, man? I was like, I'm Jay Ivy, a poet from Chicago. I heard your music. I was like, it sounded amazing. I was like, it sounded like that music from the old school. I was like, it sounded like that music my folks used to listen to back in the day. I was like, dog. I was like, you sound like one of the legends. I was like, you a legend, you a legend. Matter of fact, that's what I'm gonna call you from now on. I'm gonna call you the legend. So I started calling him John the Legend, John the Legend. So then, but it's just me and him talking, right? So then a couple of days later, we're still in the, in the studio. We're in the lounge of the studio. Kanye, Tari Ture, 
my wife, um, well, she was my girl at the time. Well, we had broke up. We good now. But <laughs> <laughs> but she was there because she sang on like five. She sang all throughout the album. Uh, family business. We don't care. Jesus walks. Never let me down. Um, uh, uh, some other joints. Uh, spaceship. So so then um, uh, Cootie there. John Manop. In walks John Stevens. Everybody shouting him out. You know, somebody walk in the room, everybody shouts you out. So he walk in, everybody like, oh, John Stevens in the building. John Stevens in the house. What up, John Stevens? I was like, John Legend. Everybody looked at me. They looked back at me. It was like, oh, rah, rah. And then Kanye was the main one. You, John Legend from now on. That's it. That's it. That's it. So that's how he got the name, John Legend. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So that all, that, but that all started with Cootie picking up that phone. And, um, and then fast forward. You know, almost 20 years later, when it came time for Genius, um, uh, you know, and I've, I've been there, f I was there for the, 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 the 90s, the Chicago Renaissance that was happening in the, in the 90s where it was just this explosion of just incredible art from poets to MCs to comedians to dancers to just actors and it was just producers um, and then then I was a part of the college dropout and that that whole magical moment and scene. So then fast forward later, uh, Cootie like, man, we we finally go do the doc. So I, I mean, when he was filming, I was there like those times when he got the call from Kanye and and uh, he was rapping through the wire. I was in the car with Cootie. You know, Cootie was you know he he like, yo, this dude ain't supposed to be rapping. <laughs> he ain't supposed to be talking, and he rapping right now. And so I was around for a lot of those moments and then get to 2020 and, or 2019, Cootie like, man, we finally about to do Genius. Cause it, there were a couple of times before where like, okay, but I was, it was like almost doing ready, it. Yeah. It didn't happen. I'd start and didn't happen. He like, we're about to do it. He's like, and I want you to be the writer. I was like, and in the sense of a documentary, for those who don't know, what does a writer in a documentary do? Like, what was your process in this? So my process was, uh, well, at first we were we were trying to figure out uh, how to use the writing to bridge the gap in the scenes, just to be the glue. Um, we thought about maybe using text. Thought about maybe having somebody else narrate. We, we for a brief second we talked about maybe me narrating, but then it came like. Uh, the editors, we have uh, Jason Harper and, and Max Allman, uh, who did a phenomenal job yeah. editing. Jason, um, it, it was funny because I had the thought, and but Jason, he was like, man, Cootie, you should narrate it. So, and Cootie like, that me? No. Nah. But then when they said, I was like, yo. It couldn't have been anybody else. Couldn't have been anybody else. Like, it is your story. This is you and Kanye's story, this, this journey. So, so I wrote Cootie's narration, you know, so the, the opening quotes. Like the and arc all, of it. Yeah. yeah, so all, like, and I was the voice director as well because I've been doing um, uh, narration and, you know, performing. For, like, like almost like a voiceover coach kind of for yeah, him yeah. as well in this. Yeah. yeah, like I'm sitting in the booth with him. Because it sounded very authentic. It sounded like a personal diary of Cootie and his yeah. experience with Kanye. Yeah, like, and I was, I mean, we had a lot of conversations, but... But um, one of the main things uh, that I want to emphasize, like, man, it has to be authentic to to your voice, your story, uh, this history. Like, it has to be authentic, so it has to come across like you're just telling us a story. 
just like we just in the room and you telling us a story it has to have that feel and then um so then when when he's recording the vo it's but it's the small things it's one like an inflection on the word can go a long way yes it makes such know? a big difference yeah so like every great story starts with a vision you know it's every great story starts with a vision you know like man pause right here drop it right here you know like yes. smile when you say this word straight when you you know because so there was, was a, a sense of, of heart there's a genuine heart there you know because i think if somebody from the outside was expecting it just to be a kanye documentary yeah. they had their preconceived notions of it i'm from chicago so i've been yeah. understanding the story for a minute but this perspective i thought was beautiful yeah because it was about it's really about cootie yeah. <laughs> and, and and his experience with him and 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 it was like because cootie was able to see the light yeah and 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 maybe at least in the way narratively, I don't know him personally, but at least the way the narrative was told, right, was that he was seeing the better part of the situation and not yeah. taking things too personally and being like, you know what, it's God's timing, it's God's yeah. plan. I'm gonna be a good friend regardless of what happens. You yeah. know, I'm gonna show back up and I'm going to act in what I think is the best way. And I think him having that good heart with understanding Kanye's difficulties, yeah. right? Because in my personal opinion, I don't think Kanye has a bad heart. I don't think he has bad intentions. No, not at all. I think there's just so much energy downloading through him yeah. that it must be hard to keep up with. And um, and, and I, I've always stuck with him. I was like, yeah. I see it. I, I feel the good heart in it. And I think Cootie's perspective, that that one layer removed, yeah, that we're telling the story through this guy who yeah. has his own hopes and dreams yeah. and family and trials and tribulations. Yeah. And he's dealing with his friend who happens to be the biggest yeah. star in the world. And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and and who he helped get there. Like and it was a village. It, you know, it was it was a village that helped him get there. And and Cootie, he was he was he was the glue of all of it. Like he again, going back to him one just saying, okay, I'ma give up my career. I'm going to put that down and focus on you. And then after he decides to take that leap of faith, okay, man, Jay, you need to get out of here. Uh, yeah. And then, and, but then there were other people. Moved. So then JB's there and old school Ice Gree. And then, and then um, Tari ended up coming to New York and, and then linking up with Chike. But it was always like, let's, let's build this village. Let's build this village. And, and we, we all had our own, uh, set of gifts and we were all confident in what we had and, and our own dreams and then at the same time we saw something super super special in, in Kanye like when me and Tari came through um, in, in, the, in, in act one when we come to, mm -hmm. to, his, to his apartment in Jersey and you know they playing pool and all that man he performed for I think it was like seven or eight of us and he performed like it was 70,000, 80,000 people in his apartment. You know, he and and that night, like this was early. This was 01. He had he performed uh um Jesus walks, two words, all falls down, hey mama. Like we hear this the first night in some uh, dude's my, apartment my and you're just like, yo, yeah, my way. And then and then out that that moment was a lesson too because when we walk in you know, Ice Grease like, man, this Jay Ivy's on Deaf Poetry, and this Tari Teray, she, oh man, she got a strong voice. And he's like, oh, where you do poetry, man? I want to do something. Oh, you sing? Want to do something? But she was singing five minutes later. You know, so the backstory in Act Two, when I'm telling that, when I'm talking to Kanye about about um 
Cootie calling me and him saying, you got to act fast. I was referring to that moment where I'm thinking, we go do something later on. I ain't know he meant right now. <laughs> like, let's do something right now. Like, you here, I'm here, let's create. And that, that was a huge, huge lesson for me. But, um, but Kanye, he had, man, it was just so much passion and conviction and, and and it was authentic and real and and then he was just a good dude and he was funny and because I met him I met him in Chicago but this was like my first time really like getting to uh, you know just hang out with him and stay in a, his personal space yeah, yeah and then like get a sense like spirit and energy and it's like oh man this dude cool as hell and he called like he called like this dude is cold. You know, was, and y'all could tell right away. I mean, right, I can imagine right away. Somebody's playing a rough draft of Jesus Walks. You're just like, what? Like <laughs> Jesus Walk, two words. Like all falls down. Hey, mama, and he dropping down to one knee performing for us. I'm like, and he held that to the second album. Man, that's me. You know, he's got so many heaters. He's like, I'll keep this one tucked away. <laughs> keep it tucked away. Like he had joint. He did my so. Uh, my way was from the mixtape joint. I remember that yeah. one. That's Frank so, Sinatra sample. Yeah. yeah, and that's Tari singing on it. So Tari Teray the doing the ooh 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 oh ooh. That's her doing that. My way, so shy way, this yeah. way or the highway. Yeah, that one. In the yeah. in the in the dock. That's what she's singing. Okay. I think that's the song because she sang actually. She sang three songs but I feel like that may have been the song she was singing when we was watching the clips like when you can just hear it with the sound up I think that was the one they were working on but but yeah man it, it uh yeah we just knew everybody just knew not everybody but everybody in the circle we knew <laughs> he, he gone he out of there what do you think is the biggest misconception of Kanye hmm. I don't know I mean you always hear uh I guess the biggest, right, the thing that you hear the most is is the crazy thing, and he, my man ain't crazy. <laughs> like that's that's the furthest thing from the truth. Um, like he he definitely lives in the moment, so and he's unfiltered. So and a bit of ahead ahead of his time, maybe. Yeah, and that as well. So so where somebody may um, have a thought and 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 then think about it, think about it, think about it, think, he boom. Is whatever the thought is, is is being felt, heard, boom. and then and then the thinking about it make <laughs> <laughs> happens. After you know, it may happen after, but you know, but but yeah, he's he's yeah. That to me probably is the biggest misconception. Like he he's truly a brilliant dude with a um with a huge heart and um yeah, a lot of drive, a lot of passion. I mean, he he truly is a genius. I mean, but. The point of genius was was to amplify the idea and the fact that we're all a genius. Like we all have a genius inside of us. So if we can just listen, if we can just listen, we can just listen. Like tap in and 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 work on it, and don't look for the the instant gratification. Like just enjoy the journey, be in the moment, enjoy the journey, and and keep moving towards your destination. And um, yeah, I feel I really feel like genius encapsulated that and. Um, it, man, I'm just so proud to be a part of it. You know, it's like it's it's an it's incredible like, documentary. We like, had a, we had a viewing party here the other day. We invited a bunch of friends over and watched it and just had this whole discussion about it. Um, it, it was yeah, beautiful, man. Yeah, it's incredible. It's yeah. incredible. And I mean, just just watch because we watched it over and over and, and over. to see that original yeah. footage from those sessions. Yeah, oh my god. And I'm sure there's probably so many that weren't even on. Uh, there. I love watching. Like yeah. I love I watched Fade to Black by Jay Z a bunch of times because you know, I love seeing the moment when yeah. they hear the beat, the moment when they lay it down. Like, yeah, he had hundreds of hours of footage. Hundreds out. 
I mean, there were like over uh, 350 mini DV tapes, and that's like an hour. So over 350 hours of footage on just Kanye. But then there was all the 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 terabytes and hard drives of footage that countless hours of that. Um, so hundreds of hours. So like where, where somebody may see a scene in Genius, that that one scene might be an hour, two out, three hours. You know, like yeah. Cootie just filming, and then Cootie just had a way of like you know, it's Cootie in the room. You know, it's you forget the cameras there. Like it's Cootie filming, but because you know Cootie's he's a superstar. He's he's a he's always been like we call him the mayor. Like he he the dude that everybody knows. Everybody knows Cootie. Big smile, funny, cool, big heart, and then but then he boom got the. But then you forget the cameras there, you know, because he's bringing a lovely presence to the room too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So you communicating with him, not, not the camera, you know. Right. So Yeah, he just had a, this. Man, it's just it's just amazing how how he moves, and then and then the shots that he would catch, you know, like he would like artistically the different angles and stuff. Like you know, he show show me something after he filmed, and I'm like, dog, this is cold, man. The way you shot that, oh, that's cold, you know? It's because I feel like he was tapped into the frequency, you know? They yeah. say that the best camera is the one in your hand. Yeah. You know, and this could be a lesson for all the, the, the filmmakers out there, that, that if you're gonna be in the room with certain kinds of people, your presence also matters. It's not yeah. just that you're showing up with all the best equipment, because you could be ruining the vibe. Yeah. You know, like if somebody was there with a steady cam trying to get everything all perfect, yeah, yeah, yeah. it would have well, messed it up. Yeah, you know, something on the shoulder and all that. Nah. Then you 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 you're aware, you're present. So instead of him here, it's boom. Yeah. You know, so you 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 with cootie. You know, <laughs> like I'm communicating with you instead of you and you know this 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 <laughs> very large object on your on your shoulder. Cootie, let's talk about him real quick. Mm -hmm. Dude, he seems like an awesome guy. Oh, man, he's the best. That's, that's best what's, friend. What's your relationship like with him? Best friend, big bro, all, like always, always looked out for me. Always, always super positive. Even when we have a conversation, the conversation might be, man, such and such did this, and I don't know. Like, we, we, he, he quick to pump the brakes. Like, yeah, you know what? Let's not even focus on that. Let's focus on the positive. You're right, you're right. So he, he's always, you know, um, you know, driven by by you know by God and Jesus and the Spirit, and he's just a good dude with a with a like I said with a huge heart, man. And it's always a good time. Like you go laugh, you go like you go laugh, like you go you go laugh, you go kick it. Um, but then it's it's uh it's also the building. Like you having fun, but then we building too. So it's it's productive. It's um, it's uh one of one of our huge biggest words is is flow. Like we always use the word flow. Like like might wake up with it might be a few things on the schedule today, but let's flow and and then flowing. And so many magical things have happened. And just just having faith. Like you know, the flow to me is is attached to faith. Like we know. We're gonna be guided in the right direction. There's gonna be signs telling us to move here, move there, go. And um, yeah, I've, I've learned a lot from like like I said, he's he's uh like five years older, but uh, we just it's just this 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 connection from the gate. Like even like Ivy's my middle name. Ivy's Cootie's middle name. Like what what dudes got the middle name? You know, it was like small isn't that his daughter's like name that. too? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ivy, yeah. So so. 
got that from his uh his middle name but then uh but what a small world yeah yeah you know and but like from the gate like we were cool in chicago because we were on both performers on the scene then also both doing like promo jobs i used to drive this sprite truck with rims a suburban with rims and a big green wrap and pass out pop and and then, but he was doing the same thing for the for uh, for the source. So he was driving this big source. Oh, the, truck. the source rap truck in yeah, Chicago. I remember yeah. that. <laughs> so it was like we would cross paths doing that, and it was just we kept crossing paths. Yeah. And, um, and then and then New York and Kanye moving. So him following Kanye to New York, and then and then uh, me going to do Deaf Poetry, and it was like, yo, let's uh let's kick it. I remember like that the night of Deaf Poetry, we actually went. This was this was the taping was October first and second two thousand one, so we actually me and Cootie went down to um to Ground Zero, like you know because this was yeah. three weeks later. That was, oh, that was fresh after it happened. Yeah, and the building was still on fire three weeks later. Like it was still on fire, so we went down and just you know just had some deep conversations about that, and then and then from there it was just man, you need to get out, you need to get out of here. So. Yeah, man, Cootie, he's always looked out, man, and and uh, man, love him, love him, man. That's my brother. That's beautiful, yeah. man. And if I were to pray for you, what should mm. I ask for? Mm. Man, whatever your heart, wherever your heart moves you, you know. Yeah. What words do you have for up and coming artists that want to express themselves that maybe are shy or scared or their head might be too filled with noise or overstimulated? Yeah. But but you know that they want to express themselves. What what message would you have for them? Yeah. Um, well, first, thank you for the prayers, and uh, message for any any creative um, who's pursuing their dreams. One, just remember, fear kills dreams. So that's that's number one. You have to have a powerful. Um, trusting component about yourself you have to have so much faith and know that you were given that you you and you alone were given your set of gifts you're the only one in the world your set of eyes your 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 viewpoint your experiences the only person in the world with your story and however it is you want to express that story know that you can and you will it's just a matter of staying on course staying on your path and not stopping. A lot of people get exhausted by the journey, but the key is to never ever stop. Your your breakthroughs are are coming. The dream is real. Um, it's it, remember back in the day we would always say, "Man, I'm trying to make it happen. I'm trying to make it happen." It was like, "No, we making it happen. Take try out. It's already happening. So know that it's happening every single day, every moment." And and just do it with with love, like lead with love. Find your joy, hold on to that joy. Exercise your gifts, exercise that love. Be a service to people, and and just just know that you are here for a reason. You're here for a reason, and 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 we see you, like you are seen, even when it might feel like you're not seen or heard. The world sees you, the world hears you. So keep moving, just keep moving forward. That was beautiful, man. Thank you. Thank and you. um to close it out, the the hip hop fan in me must request this. <laughs> C- could I hear the never uh let me down? Oh man, I got you. I got you. So yeah, so never let me down. And and but let me say too, 
Make sure y'all check out Catching Dreams. Absolutely. We're Catching gonna put a link Dream. to that Catching over Dreams. here. Catching Dreams. By J. Ivy. We out. We Grammy nominated right now. Actually nominated alongside LeVar Burton, Don Cheadle, Dave Chappelle, Amir Suleiman, and, and uh Mr. President Barack Obama. Woo-hoo. And Jay Ivy. Oh, 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 yeah. oh those guys. All those guys. All those guys. So we'll we'll find out what happens, but it's it's an ex- uh, incredible honor to be in that in, in company with them which by the way at some point i'd like to direct a spoken word video with you that's a whole other oh, conversation that would be we, we have to do that yeah yeah that would be dope sidebar on that one yeah and and then shout out to um to tari to ray we're putting out her album called catching feelings uh on march 25th so oh, I, nice. I co-wrote and co-produced on there as far as like vocal arrangement and all that this in the album is incredible so please check that out tari to ray uh, catching feelings and catching dreams. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You see how we did that day? You know what I mean? <laughs> we did, you know. I caught it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I caught it. So yeah. So this is um, this is never let me down. We all here for a reason on a particular path. You don't need a curriculum to know that you're part of the math. Casting, I'm delirious, but I'm so damn serious. That's why I expose my soul to the globe, the world. I'm trying to make it better for these little boys and girls. I'm not just another individual. My spirit is a part of this. That's why I get spiritual. But I get my hymns from him, so it's not me, it's he that's lyrical. I'm not a miracle. I'm a heaven-sent instrument. My automatic regiment navigates melodic notes to your soul and your mental. That's why I'm instrumental. Vibrations is what I'm into. Yeah, I need my loot by rent day. But that ain't what gives me the heart of Kunta Kinte. I'm trying to give us us free like Senke. I can't stop. That's why I'm hot. Determination dedication motivation i'm talking to you my many inspirations where i say i can't let you a self down if i want the highest cliff on the highest riff and you slipped off the side and clenched onto your life in my grip i would never ever let you down and when these words are found let it be known that god's penmanship has been signed with a language called love that's why my breath is felt by the deaf and why my words are heard and confined to the ears of the blind i too dream in color and in rhyme so i guess i'm one of a kind in a full house because whenever i open my heart my soul or my mouth whenever we open our hearts our souls or our mouths a touch of god reigns out get up i get down get up i get down get up i get (laughs) get up i get I am so happy right now. <laughs> Thank you. I, I got to just be real with you. No bullshit. Thank you. I was man. so looking forward to this interview. I'm yeah. such a fan of hip hop and growing up in Chicago and listening to the music that y'all created and, and, and all the spoken word artists, you, Malik, all these guys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, and to be able to connect with a piece of culture that means so much to me, yeah. like I still listen to these albums. Yeah. You know what I yeah, mean? Absolutely. Um, and to see that you're growing and that you're still creating and now you're doing films and all these yeah. things. And, and I'm so glad that a vessel like you exists. Wow, thank you. I'm very grateful for it. There are so many voices out there that are vibrating in a frequency of suffering mm. and pain, and they're projecting that onto society. And we need more tuned in voices like you to, to be amplified. That's why I wanted to capture this. That's why I said we have to do it in person. I want yeah. to do it with the camera and the light. No, you know, it's, it's like, love. however I can support your journey. 
Yeah, likewise, man. I appreciate like, the invitation. I'm, I'm, I'm with it, man. I'm yeah. with it. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's beautiful. The words, the poetry, the, the talk about stillness. Mm. You know, all mm. of it. The connection to God, tapping in, being in faith. You know, not even asking the how. How am I going to get that way? Right. It ain't about that. It's not about the how. The how. A hundred percent. Intention zero percent path. The path will yeah. come. You know, it's the intention is there, and and man, I am so happy. I am so privileged to have you here. Man. This was a beautiful message. I, I hope everybody out there gets to see this and and gets to tap into to their genius. Man, tap in is there. That genius inside it 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 exists. It's real. It's there. It's right there. A friend of mine. I leave with this one. A friend of mine was <clears throat> like my big brother when I was in college. Um, his name is Reg. Everybody call him Cool Reg, and he was that uh, he was that guy on campus, like that the, the the super popular guy on campus that all the girls loved and and all the guys respected. Like he just got along with everybody, and he just kind of took me under his wing. And it was a, it was a couple of things that he told me. One was um, he was like, man, he was like, he was like, you're a leader and don't even know it. I was like, what? He was like, man, he was like, you you doing poetry. He's like, look at look at how these people are responding to you doing poetry. He's like, you're a leader and don't even know it. I was like, yeah. And then um, and then he told me this. He said, he was like, man, he's like, close your eyes. So I, I closed my eyes and he said, everything you need to know is right there. Everything you need to know is right there. And that just with my eyes closed, it really opened up my eyes. <laughs> it really, it really just opened up everything like just just trusting in just trusting in what what god blessed you with just trusting this walk trusting the journey just 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 having just having trust in yourself and knowing that that uh it's, it's all gonna work out you know so shout out to reggie richmond love you bro and um and, and to everybody out there listening just just remember close your eyes and know Everything you need to know is, is right there. It's right there. J.I.V. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, sir. Catching Dreams, Grammy nominated. Hey. Genius, Netflix doc, incredible work. And you also have the live show, the Fort Knox. That's the one yeah. that's nominated, right? Is the, is the, is the live version. Yeah, the live version. Right. So I put out Catching Dreams in 2020, and then we did Catching Dreams live at Fort Knox, Chicago, which came out last year. And that's nominated for a Grammy. But then we also have a concert film of that performance that will be coming out very soon. Oh, nice. I, yeah. forgot, I almost forgot about that. Soon as that's soon <laughs> yeah. out, let us know. We'll promote it, man. Yeah, for sure. J.I.V., y'all check him out. Thanks. Yeah, yeah. Brazil, my brother. Thank you, man. Yeah, 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 absolutely.